0: Welcome to The Best Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Bradley H. Werrell, and we're here to explore options and potentials to help us grow as individuals and as a community with one another in these difficult times and challenging times. We're exploring all manner of potentials related to the human experience, physical, psychological, medical, spiritual. It's a wonderful opportunity that we now experience in this critical phase of our human evolution and i welcome you to join us in our podcast become more aware and identify with people who are helpful and supportive of you in your efforts as a human being on this planet and elsewhere too we're going to be meeting people who are doing things that are widely variant from what is so-called normal within our society in the creative space within the social space. Our common purpose, seeking to generate positive potentials to improve the lives of everyone in our sphere of influence and to expand that sphere of influence so that we may positively influence others that are not yet engaged directly with us. That's the goal here. We will learn more about each other as we go. I wish you the very best. Thank you very much for tuning in. Welcome to another episode of the Best Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradley H. Whirl. And today we're going to have a chat with Ms. Linda Gerber, who happens to be a professional coach. She also happens to be my sister, and that's nice. In any case, we're working on developing a project, which is called Verbal Street Fighting, which is designed to be a system of continuous improvement for a group of people for the purpose of improving their social functionality in verbal and nonverbal situations as they may occur in any environment that we find ourselves in. So I hope you enjoy this. Don't forget to hit like subscribe and you know, the buttons over there that will help us a lot and I wish you the best. And I hope you enjoy the show. What are we going to go discuss today?
1: I don't know. I did. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about self hypnosis and then we can jump anywhere. And this is the reason, this is the question I have for you. Hmm. I was observing a conversation between two people who were focusing on food and weight. That's where their focus was. Okay. And so I know for certain that the other one has tried every last little thing. And when I say try, like you try it until you get hungry, <laughs> right? And then they go back to what they were doing before and they're like, "Oh, the diet failed because, you know, it lasted for like whatever, like a day or so, but then the donuts got exciting." So so anyway, so I know that as a backdrop. So to this conversation I was hearing them talk about their goals. And so the one woman who I know just doesn't stick with anything um because it's much more fun to wallow the other way was saying, "You know, I don't really want to be, a. don't need to be a size 12 or a size 10 anymore. That's ridiculous. I just want to be able to walk. I'm like, well, I feel like that's a low bar. It feels low. So as I'm listening to this, I was thinking this about self-hypnosis, how you've chosen a goal that allows you to continue poor behavior that some part of you know is poor behavior, but you know, because the goal, all I'm doing is trying to be able to breathe. And therefore, I think- You know, so I had this conundrum between you want people to choose goals that are meaningful and challenging and it's meaningful and challenging to them and their perspective, not me and my perspective. But on the other hand, you're also, your mind is so good at um, thinking of excuses and just lowering the bar. So you think you're doing something, but really I feel like our bar could be a little higher. So your goal is allowing you to continue your poor behavior. And now you've allowed yourself to believe that, well, you're doing everything you can because the goal is just to breathe. I mean, what? What are you getting all upset about? So I'm just interested in this concept of, I don't know, maybe it's not self-hypnosis, but the, the, what we tell ourselves and what we allow ourselves to believe as a lie to continue in the poor behavior that is taking us down. You know what I mean? It's kind of like all in there. So i wanted to uh, what do you think about that
0: oh well, it's like a um, it reminds me of this uh time that i crashed the subaru the subaru okay so i was driving back okay. from snowville to radford okay Virginia, on a wet night and i was upset and i was going too fast on an unfamiliar road and there came a turn and this turn was sharp turn to the right like about 90 degrees and i I, st- I tried to slow down, but I was going too fast, and I slowed down, and then I'm like, there's all these calculations and thoughts that are going through your head as you're crashing the car, okay? <laughs> and it's like this. I think I can, if I, if I go in the other lane, it's really not really two lanes wide. It's really a, maybe a lane and a half wide. You know it's not a wide road. And it's like, if I just go in the other lane, maybe I can make this turn. And then it's like, no. I don't think so. And then it's like, well, maybe I can um, a- avoid the um, the farm farmer's fence post. Yes, and maybe I can avoid the tree. And that's pretty good, right? That's <laughs> like it's the same thing, right? So it's like you're 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 continuously adjusting the dial and and calculating the expense. Cause it's, it's like expense. It's, it's when you, we're, we're, we're making trades and, and we're, we're making a conversation in our head that justifies the expense and the and the, the mm. outcome that we're getting, right? So you're like, you're, you're, you're trying to make a peaceful settlement with yourself for the, the choices that you're making. And you, you have to be at peace. Otherwise you're just tormented all the time, right? And so you're, and, and so, you don't get to pick how other people decide their value that they're doing. No,
1: exactly but, correct.
0: Okay. If they think that walking is good enough, well then I guess it is. Because
1: whatever but they my,
0: say, whatever they say is good enough is good enough.
1: And that's where the self-hypnosis comes. That's because right. I think you could convince yourself to keep dialing that back to good enough now becomes I'm blinking. Oh my. But you know, when you were over at this other place. Well, okay, so maybe the goal is I'm not going to be an astronaut, okay, because maybe that goal is a little bit over here. But on the other hand, maybe we can do something better than I just want to be able to walk. But maybe if I'm somebody who has knee pain or issues, maybe being able to walk that three miles is a pretty important and significant goal that really motivates them. So the question I wanted to consider for my clients was really about really taking a hard look at what you're saying and what you're agreeing to. You're you're making it in your terms, taking a hard look at that deal you've made between being comfortable and the expense you're going to have to spend. Because right. what it's, I've seen a person so do like is annually dial back to something easier that allows wallowing.
0: You, you might, you might um have them, Explore the values that they're talking about, like um you know, walking. That's not too ambitious, right? And it's like, is that how far walking? How often? How fast? Or whatever, you know? And then, and then, and and that allows you to do what? You know what I mean? And 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 it's like they're, it's like they're explore the 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 value that's added, which is i get to do whatever I want or something like that, right?
1: Hey, you know, I think you're onto something here because I could also ask people to envision, okay, let's say you've reached your goal. You've reached your goal. You can walk. Is that, are you happy? Are we satisfied? Is that, Sufficiently motivating. And so maybe that, maybe vi- envisioning that end state, which is what you're saying. And maybe the answer is yeah, I would be, if I could climb Mount McKinley, that would be great. So maybe that's it. Maybe it is helping people vision, because you're right, it's totally individual. It's not what I think about it at <laughs> all.
0: That's right. The other issue will be something to the effect of, uh, you know, what pain. What pains are you willing to take to achieve your goal? And what pains are you not willing to take to achieve your goal? So I I think this dieting thing is funny because it is like, uh, it's just that diet was not, a, a, it was not, it it didn't sit well with me, so I couldn't do it, I wouldn't do it, right? That's how I, I gave that one.
1: And it's interesting because, and and you've probably seen this in your practice at the beginning of X diet, whatever it is, when I'm, and I have this person in my mind, she would talk about, these are all the 10 reasons why this is great. And I'm all excited. And this is just going to be so amazing. And I love it because it does all these things for me. Fast forward a week. No, I'm not doing it at all. And I'm talking about investment of not just, you know, shopping differently and eating differently. I mean, I'm talking about investment of joining a particular program or buying these particular, th- you know, so it's not without monetary cost as well as just the resources. But then that enthusiasm for it when it gets hard or when it feels hard, because you're giving up something when that, that, that trade feels, I can't have that cream filled donut because it's not on whatever. When that feels difficult and hard, then we're like,
0: Right, so the there will be like an exploration there to uh, consider. What is it that is is making it difficult? What is the because there's emotional investment here, like um, your your enthusiasm, right? But it's like the the issue is this: is is what makes you fail? And it's like like oh that think about this one is is like. Um that diet didn't work for me, right? It's mm. like, that statement is false. Okay. No, it's like this. So I talk to smokers about this, right? The smokers are like this, they go, <laughs> they're, they're, I like I like dealing with smokers because it's fun to mess with them, okay? And it goes like this, the smokers are like this. I'm like, they're in my office and, and I'm like, so how long did you quit smoking? Oh, I still smoke. No, no, no. You're not smoking right now. You quit. You quit. You're not smoking, not right now. How long has it been since you had a cigarette? Right? Then it's like they're they're like, because it's like, you know what I mean? You're not you're not giving them signals that match the, the narrative that they have in their own mind. Cause it's like, look, say you're say you haven't smoked for seven years and you pick up a cigarette. Now are you smoking again? Well, right now I yeah, am, but then I can stop smoking again and I don't have to pick another one up. Right? So it's like that diet didn't work for me, which is, you mean you quit the diet. You're not trying to do that diet.
1: Anymore. What do you find, if you had to think about the reasons, like why do people quit? Like, So I know you work with your folks on this. So what is the reason that they offer, reasons, whether you believe them or not, whatever. What is the intellectualization of the reasons why they quit?
0: Quit quitting or? Quitting? Quit
1: the diet. Like the diet didn't work for me. And like, oh, cause I don't it, care. No, but do, what do they offer you is what I'm interesting. What do they say? It just didn't fit? Or no, it was- yeah, it's
0: just like it doesn't work for me or I, I can't do that. Or it, but They'll say things that are false that are like, I can't. Okay. They don't say I won't.
1: Mm,
0: which is, okay. so, so it will. It's a because, choice.
1: That's yes. That's right.
0: That's right. So it's like you have to turn it back into being their willful decision-making process that is, that is causing them to behave the way they choose to behave. You, and people will invariably seek to make everything passive voice but it wasn't me the diet failed, right oh the diet failed why because you didn't follow it <laughs> <laughs> it's like the trail you know the road to dc failed because i got lost <laughs> I, a, I ended up in, in minnesota uh, okay the road right? Oh, right
1: But it gets back to this, you know, and I think the connection to this, this book we're talking about is connected here is because it's these, these stories people make up in their mind to justify where they are. So we're talking about in this book, this how to deal with uh, on the spot, unprepared, difficult people that are, that are presenting something difficult. And I can think of any reason to act in a particular way if I don't have control of my mind so it's that being able to be in control of my thinking process not letting my thinking process control me so when I'm in that situation I'm like oh no I know what to do it's not fear I'm, I'm not um, afraid of anything or how anyone perceives me this is how I need to act
0: right right it's like it, it comes I think I think being able to do that. You have to get, you have to recognize your own internal narratives Mm -hmm. and then manage them. Mm -hmm. When you can manage your own internal narrative, then you can um, posit a social narrative, which is what conversation is.
1: So when we were talking about, if you don't mind, we can switch gears to the book. Because when we were, I have my little
0: book. (laughs) I'm not prepared. I have
1: mine. You're doing my work. When we were talking about behavioral cognitive parsimony, I believe <clears throat> is my heading on page two, and we were talking specifically about personal operating parameter limits, so intentionality, you need to make sure, and we were talking about briefly, you need to make sure all those are in the green, like what is going on personally for you so you're at your optimal level to respond to whatever. I think this conversation of, of mastering your own stories, mastering your own narrative what's going is part of that. That's so right. being in control of my mind
0: Well it, it's more like um it's like it's like it will operate parsimony the, the verbal parsimony and it's all the parsimony is going to is is shortcuts so it looks like intuition and and you you don't think about it so cognitive parsimony is it, I'm saving I'm not thinking about a lot I'm doing a lot and not thinking too much about it because I'm like that will be like uh, riding the wave, you know what I mean? Like uh, mastering the, the 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 act and I'm living it, enacting it, and I'm not thinking about it, but I'm just in the groove of the moment, you know what I mean?
1: So then, um, yes, totally get where you're going, but will my outcome be impacted? by my own state at that moment yeah. so if i'm hungry or angry or any of these other kind of personal things or i'm i'm i have this weird narrative going in my head if 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 i'm in this particular situation my shortcut the outcome to my shortcut may look different than if i was in a better better place that's
0: right so it's like the um like you're if you're hungry and annoyed and the person is in your face you 're going to do something to blow the circuit so you can go get something to eat and rest <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're not you're not even going to think about it
1: and but on top of that, this and then I can be making stories about why I was justified in acting the way I acted so my if i had if i it was if I could look at it in another state and say that was bad behavior or I wish i hadn't acted that way or I wish I had responded differently, I might have been able to do that had I not been hungry or annoyed or angry.
0: Right. And so what will happen is I think it works like this is when you're stressed, you're going to just, you're going to emotionally respond in a very rapid fashion that you're not thinking about. And then the, the justifications will come later when you're in a more relaxed. That's right. State, in the shadow of the event.
1: That's right. Like when you're driving
0: to parties or wherever you that's not, a, um, I have but
1: no what is so, so when I act poorly or when I, so, you know, there's everyone, uh, you're here, he's always here about how practice makes perfect, but I've never believed that because practice just makes you get a groove of whatever that behavior was. So it doesn't make it perfect. It just means you're going to be acting the same. So if you practice badly, every time you see this person, you blow up or see this kind of person, you, then you're always going to act like that. But, so it's going to take, conscious intentional reorientation of yourself to begin to practice differently in that way.
0: Exactly right. so learning so that's that's high cognitive cost yes expensive learning is expensive because i have to if you go what the the expense is the is the cost of paying attention because your attention is the only thing that you have a very limited quantity of and so what you attend to is, is what you get better at. So that's why you got to be careful with these little narratives. They're saying stuff like I can't do that. Right. So you 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 generate a narrative that makes you empowers you, right? It's not that I can't do that, I just will not do it. It's a choice. And it's I'm I'm now the agent in charge of deciding how that works. You know whether or not I work with whatever it is that I'm working with. Now you're in an empowered position, right? So does when the person in, diff- no- go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, does it make a difference if you articulate that verbally or just in your head, in terms of its impact on you?
0: I, it, you know, the first thought I have on that is that it shouldn't make a difference, but it's like. It probably does make a difference when you actually verbalize the um, the the conversational thread because it's like to to it's one thing to to uh, like kind of whisper inside your head, but to to mani- materially manifest the the, the, the verbiage is, is is a different function. it engages more senses. So I think that it will make a difference if you say it out loud, it's better.
1: And I also think if you say it out loud in front of people, so now, you know, regardless, even if it's, <clears throat> if it's the I can't or I won't, whichever way you do it, I think <clears throat> it matters if other people hear you making that. Act. It's something about, I said in front of people, I'm going to do this. So that's why they say, you know, when you're setting a goal, share it with a couple people because it, uh, it's accountability. Your brain gets involved with, well, now these people are going to be noticing.
0: That's right. You're like putting yourself on notice. It's like, yes. That's social social uh reassurance or social social fortitude, right?
1: And we talked about this also in the same um area in terms of behavior. We talked about context and we talked about it's different. Um it feels the situation feels different if it's one on one versus it's one on many. So if you're you're facing a group, you're in a group setting or just a one-on-one, you may be easier to act a particular way I think I will
0: call this social fortification so you're like you're 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 solidifying your your chosen um identity in a way by by making it a social uh, assertion of it
1: what did you call it social valid fortification fortification either way and that doesn't presume anything it just whatever the whatever whatever it is you're yeah
0: out into the environment that is identifying you is what you're being fortified in so that's when that when the patients say something goofy that i don't like, they're like i I bust them for hypnotizing themselves in front of me because they're saying they can't do something at all that's not true i don't even want to hear it And it's like you may not choose to do it but you can right it's just so that I make them correct it. Cause now I'm 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 busting their fortification because I'm like, I'm not going to allow you to do something which I regard to be as harmful or self-harming because it's lazy and it doesn't work for me. And I, it's my job is to is to fortify you in a positive direction.
1: And it's interesting because that gets back to our earlier conversation about these goals and saying them out loud. It is um fortification is a good word because that's that implies something that you build that is an external construct that can be moved shaped however so by by saying oh i my goal is i want to be able to walk because that'll allow me to continue all these horrible things that i chose to do rather than changing them yes so it fortifies me against maybe the disappointment of i'm not getting to where i want to go or Hmm.
0: it fortifies you against um it, you're seeking it's what it's seeking to do is fortify you against um um people uh making observations about yes. that you don't want to hear that's it <laughs> like those donuts i mean it fed. sounds
1: so stupid but that's exactly what it is <laughs> yeah yeah yes
0: well, so it's like it's like it's like fortification versus the verbal reproach of the social environment right Look, I'm walking. Damn you!
1: <laughs> right. Right. Like,
0: I like how you said getting somewhere. It's like it's really not getting somewhere because it's like building a big fortification that is is limiting.
1: It's stagnation, isn't it? it? Where I'm stagnating behind my fort. My fort. I can't move. I can make my fort well, bigger. Walk, right. Along it my wall. It is. This, I call
0: it. It's like some kind of. Uh, it's like. Uh, limbo, you know what I mean? Limbo, the 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 game. Yeah. Go under the pole. It's like the lower and lower bar. <laughs> it's like <laughs> right. And it's like, okay. I don't know. It's like, what an interesting thing though, it is it. So with that's verbal limbo, that they that that person was playing verbal limbo and setting the bar lower and lower. And it's like it'll squeeze you down. It might make you fall to the ground. You will hit the ground eventually if you can keep lowering the bar. And it's like, so we recognize that as a game that people can play. That's useful because it goes inside the book because it's like, are you playing verbal limbo with yourself? Right? But who is getting crushed down besides yourself? Right. So now you have a name for that behavior, right? Which is all right, if I can just blink. That's see, I like that. It's, it's very good.
1: And it's, but it's all individual, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not going to judge one, but that individual has to make that, con- you know, that's a personal conversation that you have to have.
0: Right. I can't I mean,
1: tell you from an external, but I can ask you the questions that are going to make you no. Know you can, if you wanted to, you're choosing not to, but you correct. could do it. Yes. I'm writing down verbal limbo. Yeah.
0: Good job. That's
1: kind of fun. Right.
0: It's just a game
1: so what is on your mind today so mine was this question of self-hypnosis
0: yes um it doesn't this verbal limbo thing has got me interested because it's like this because it's like are you going to go over the bar or under the bar right so
1: so describe to me, the bar lowering and me being crushed down is uh, representative of me not being able to be strong and go on. What what does that represent? Explain that to me again. It's a weird
0: choice. It's like, look, it's like, look, there's, 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 um because we talk about the bar, right? And it's like, and we talk about lowering the bar, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is in the context of seeking to go over the bar. Yes right? But this is an under the bar game.
1: That's interesting. So I'm no longer seeking to go under, uh, I mean, over. So I have, I keep lowering it. And now my game is just to say safely under the bar. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. Because after you lowered it, I mean, I mean, really, when you're getting to uh, walking and breathing, I'm like, you really can't lower the bar too much, and and you don't have to go over it, it's
1: okay, (laughs) right? Right. That's a great metaphor. I love that, because it is, a sense of going over it is a sense of being stepping up, moving forward. I mean, there's all this great imagery that comes with that, as opposed to staying under, I just get smashed and smashed and smashed. How low am I willing to go?
0: Right. (laughs) Right.
1: Oh, no, that's wow. good.
0: So, the, the yeah, so it's like tricking that, the talk. what I would ask the person that one is interesting because it's like the, the, you try to tease out what, how they pick the bats that look for as a goal. You know what I mean?
1: How they pick, like, I want to be able to walk.
0: Right. And what, like, you know, mm-hmm. is that like, that's not very specific, it's, but it's, it's walking is good, right? That's a very good thing to start. Like, where where, where do you go? Right? Where do you want to go? Like, what do you want to do?
1: And the other thing, when you state your goals, I think I would say, putting, projecting totally on this conversation that I was completely eavesdropping on, (laughs) is that um, I think that the goal related in part to the person she was speaking with. So that sounded, you know, I'm sure that could sound like I'm being rational. I'm not trying to be crazy. I just want health. But it's like, is that really real? Because on the other hand, I've heard it come out, you know, I want to be vibrant and active and where are these, you know, so I wonder if the, the goal she was articulating was also relation to the social con- conversation she was having sure. with this other person.
0: Sure.
1: So it wasn't even maybe the really real one. No. But it is one that would be acceptable to this project. person you're talking to.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's so there's a, there's a, you end up with all this potential like virtue signaling and stuff. And
1: so what's real? And right. what is your what is your body and mind like? What is it focus on? What is the north star? If it changes all the time depending on who I'm signaling, whatever I'm signaling, how am I consistently going in a direction?
0: I think that's over why the, the bar. The social environment's confusing. Mm-hmm because of that and so it's like it's like uh useful thing to have some kind of uh centering function right in in our um lives which is to say that's you're 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 anchoring your own self
1: right anchor that's a good word
0: that is a good word so and anchoring in- your behaviors and your Orientation so that you're you're properly oriented and and moving in the right direction.
1: But isn't that old-fashioned? Isn't that (laughs) right? Isn't that patriarchy? Isn't that white supremacy and all that kind of stuff? Right? Because because aren't I supposed to be now? I'm supposed to be situationally (laughs) flexible and being able to you know isn't that the mantra? So you're telling me I should have like a well that sounds like I should have a center. I should have you know something I can refer to. I should have
0: Yes, it's normative. Well, see, because it's like, let's see, your, are you, This is an interesting function because it's like, look, if you're entirely flexible and then you're you're without center, you're you're reactive. You are not a an agent in the circumstance.
1: But I can pick up anybody's flag. I'm really good at changing flags. I can do different signals depending on who I'm around.
0: Yeah, that might be socially beneficial. I suppose I don't know. I'm I'm not very good at that, as you may tell.
1: But I'm, I'm wondering about
0: this one. I was getting dressed this morning in my old-fashioned clothing. Yeah, I really was. <laughs> and I was like this. Not like it's just. I have to open the door. This room is still so hot.
1: Goodness.
0: So the uh, so I was like this. I'm like getting dressed, and I'm like I've been wearing the clothes that look exactly like this for, in fact, not this time, but for 25 years. Okay. Since I became a physician, I, when I was in med school, I wore wear clothes that looked exactly like this, and it's like this, and and it was by intention. So I'm anchoring my my persona in this stodgy self that the way that it looks. It's like very because I like I put it, I I feel like the patients are purchasing a show, okay, and so I show that centered behavior. Does that make sense? It's just, and it's just a visual signal.
1: That's that parsimony again, because I can look at the visual signals you're getting, and I have an image in my mind and expectations. Like I see a uniform. This is the That's uniform right. of the doctor.
0: That's right. So so the, the most funny thing because it's like, so I got in trouble a couple of times, two times during my first two years of medical school. Mm-hmm. This one right here, this one looks like a doctor. Shame on the rest of you. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. so I got a lot of social pushback because I was doing that. i like, I had people touching my clothes and and, and and no, I mean, like I like, I had to do some kung fu stuff on them. And I'm like, I went to the dean's office and I'm like, um, so we might end up out back. I, I can't wait get that check, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> okay but i was because i was getting upset because it's like they're physically assaulting me because they don't like because they're wearing sandals and shorts and stuff like that right these other guys and i'm like it's okay i'm not telling them how to dress but it's like just trying to do the job anyway anyhow that's so there's 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 something to that it makes it easy for people to understand what's going on right
1: well, the other thing is if I downgrade what you're doing, that makes me feel better about what I'm doing. So I may not be meeting the mark, but if I can, if I can uh, tear down the person who is meeting uh, a mark above me that I think, and then I'm, I feel better about myself. I tear you down because that makes me feel better about my sandals and my shorts.
0: It's all right. Never makes, Whatever floods your boat.
1: Your but home being home. able to say that is, uh, that's a lot of development. I mean, that's a lot of personal development. People like, you know what? If you need to do it, go do what you need to do. I'm good. Because I have that strong center. That's right. I'm not depending on you to tell me who I am. We'll talk about this. So, you want to talk about anchoring
0: and fortification in that context, right? So, you want to make sure that you're choosing the place where you anchor, right?
1: Do you have an anchor?
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. And or
1: maybe everyone anchors. Does everyone have an anchor? But the- I think
0: they do because it's like you may choose to be. Un- my anchor is unanchored, right? Mm-hmm. So my anchor is weighed up and in the boat. Does that make sense? So then I'm mobile. I don't. I I I anchor on unanchored.
1: I think that's an exercise in the book to know where you're anchored and to have a conversation about yourself because I need to know that before I engage with these people so if I'm engaging with a bully I need to have a very strong sense of self to be able to stand like yeah no we're not doing this
0: that's right that's right so the the so then it's fortification so you explore your own fortification which is a self-identification right how do you identify yourself? Like you it's like when the, the samurais will be fighting, right? Mm-hmm. The samurai will come up and they will identify themselves like in the most rigorous fashion. Like I am from the family, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And yes. the detail, it's gotta it's gotta go on for a while because we're gonna have a very personal <laughs> thing happen here. Someone is gonna get cut.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. And
0: it's okay, right? Yes. And I come from this clan, from this town, from this place, and so. It's, it's, it's,
1: this is the name of my me. sword.
0: I'm, I'm establishing the fortification. Yes. Right? Because you sure you want to come outside and fight with me? Because I'm a bad dude. <laughs> right.
1: So I'm stab- establishing my credentials. That's Those right. are Maya. Uh, yeah.
0: So you. So I think it, I think it is a useful exercise to uh, identify the anchors. And where you get draw power from is the well from which you draw power that you anchor to and you retreat to that is inside your fortification, right? And and know your fortification and adjust your fortification so that it optimally suits your interests.
1: So part of that would be to know where are the soft spots. Am I anchoring in sand or am I solid in rock? or is my anchor made of sugar, or is it made of steel?
0: Right, and it's like but the, the, um, I would say that it's, the issue would be to study the words you use to draw your fortification and identification. So you would actually, it's a good written exercise because it's like, then you can look at the words.
1: So tell me then, more about that, how would you see that? It would be like, do a narrative, describe what gives you safety. You're, okay, you're
0: like, okay, describe your problems. Describe where you, where you uh, find these things. Okay. Ready? Where do you yeah. find the conflict? Where do you find the rest? Where do you find the energy? Where do you find the peace? Do you know what I'm saying? And, and it's like those things so that you're, cause it's emotionally.
1: Yes. Yes. That's yes. the exploration
0: of the fortification and yes. well, and the anger. Yes. You Never know, have to attach the emotionality to what real things in your real world, what life, right? Because it's like mm-hmm. the real deal is that's where your resonance you're resonating emotionally and how you're resonating. And then that's you study you yes. now describe each of those locations. Yes. And and how you relate to them, your yes. relationship with that part.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And then study the way you talk about it. And it would probably be useful to have someone else discuss it with me because it's like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we we got to make our, look, the the verbal street fighting, I think it seems like you need to be, you need to have a T-Dojo approach. A starring, like this, sparring
1: partner, yeah.
0: Well, we're not really sparring. We're just, we're yes, I sort of like sparring because it's like, okay, now we're going to, you trade it with your partner. Everybody mm-hmm. move your paper to the side, to the right. And now everybody, you're going to grade the partner to the left and talk about what they Write your notes on that, right? And that could be part of the computer part, of it, right?
1: I do think that that is key to have a community of yeah. like minded people, all at different places, but all a like minded group of people working on this together.
0: I see this will make an anchor point, right? So it's like now we've established ourselves in, in our fortification. Which includes a social environment that we're generating on purpose for the purposes of making us more mentally fit.
1: For so one, interaction. So on that other thing, that what did I call it? It was the uh, oh shoot, that other one that the French version of this. This is the uh, right. So um, one of the things that they do, I think, which is powerful, and I'm gonna I'm sure mess it up, but they. Oh think my! Oh they, my! No, that was a very I,
0: bad thing to say.
1: No, I'm not going to do it the French way. It sound, probably sounds super smart. And, but So this is what it is. The essence of it is you think about different ways to frame things. So when somebody says to you, well, you really screwed that up. Or, you could react really bad. Or there could be part of it, You could say, you know, I, I, there were some parts of it I could have done better. Can you tell me more about it? You know, so it, it alleviates the um, wow, tension yeah I can alleviate some of the tension by admitting by able to say, Oh I, so I could totally see why you could say that what well, what do you mean? And so now I'm not reacting I'm like <laughs>
0: right. so I'm
1: being soft to so there's some part of that too, being able to reframe okay. or to to look into like, what they're saying.
0: so we're studying for uh, okay, so this is this is a reactive style okay so this is another page okay, so reactive style is like. So you have hard versus soft, okay? So you like, think about these forts. We went to all these forts for the audience, okay? Since they don't know us as well as we know us, right? We're gonna help them to know us because it's so nice to know us, right? And it goes like this, in our wonderful childhood with our wonderful parents traveling across the wonderful United States so many times in our Volkswagen bus, right? We went to all the forts. Everywhere, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because our father is a historian.
1: historical marker. Yes.
0: <laughs> we got to oh read my. that. Oh my. So <laughs> but this this. So I'm going to make a historical analogy about forts and fortifications. There's two kinds of forts. There's the kind of fort that is made out of granite. It's just hard. The cannonball will bounce off of it or crack the rocks. Right. That's a hard fortification. So that's when the person challenges you you say, "Fuck you." Okay, <laughs> boom, it just bounces off or I shatter, right? Okay, but, but Andrew Jackson fought the British in uh, New Orleans with soft fortifications, okay? And so the British are firing cannonballs at these mud walls and it just goes and nothing happens. sucks up the, the cannonball. So it's like, like that's that. what you're doing yeah. when you do this, When you're doing this software, which is, of course, when they say, you really screwed that up, I know. What do you think about that? Right now, you're doing the soft fortification. That's a perfect soft fortification.
1: I love that analogy. It totally goes with the fortification thing. You win! You get to go home! That was awesome! And I
0: got to tell a story about our family. (laughs) That was cool, too. Bonus, total bonus. (laughs)
1: i love that and so you can so then we would do have, this we would yes make
0: we would make challenges right so now do, we would make columns like this display uh show me a hard fortification versus that social imposition versus a soft one so make four soft ones or whatever you know what i'm saying and and then make Make like a series of five of them that go from hard to soft. Like, what's the softest? I'm sorry. That's about as soft as it gets, right? Because I'm not even going to ask you for any any further. Because it's harder when I when it bounces back a little bit is when I go, well, why do you say such a
1: thing? It's, so yeah,
0: that's so,
1: interesting. That's so
0: right. How much, how, like, Hang on, I'm, I'm, I'm working. There's there's working going on in, between my ears right now. Um, okay, so I was talking to Kurt Doolittle, okay, and it was like the, there's there's a, there's term the law, and 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 Doolittle talks about the law. He means natural law, okay, as opposed to what is commonly called law, which is when the government tells you to do something, right? Which is Command, okay. So it's like this: so natural law is based on cooperation. As long as I don't harm somebody, I'm doing okay. I get to do anything I want, as long as I don't harm somebody. Okay. So what I want to do is to I, I wanted to map this premise onto um, the social interaction in the in the context of uh, verbal street fighting, okay, which is to say natural law is based on cooperation so that will be soft and then hardest command is when you tell the person to go away because you're annoying me, mm-hmm. right so it's like uh i wanted to uh relate it to that because it's like how is this how is what is being said can i cooperate with it is soft right and 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 i'm not commanding you but if I say, well, why would you say that? Now I'm kind of I'm asking them to give me more feedback, right? And mm-hmm. I could command them to why would you say that? Tell me why you would say that. That's a command. Right? And so you 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 have a response potential that's got great ranges from completely cooperative into aggressive commanding domination right
1: it's like that's a domination and on that that spectrum of soft to hard there's the <laughs> overlay of what do i want at it like what is the outcome i want because maybe like, i don't really care i can be hard i mean so i have no what is my <laughs> emotionality about it am i am i did you just rile me up with some just like or you know so so it is, there's there's an overlay on top of that hard to stop soft continuum. One of those elements is what do I care about the do I care about the outcome?
0: That's right. That's right. And it's like, okay, so there's a let's think about this. Like um, okay, we're having a social interaction and someone has now done something challenging some nature. Okay. And what is it doing? Is is triggering some emotional response, right? because now you have to absorb the energy, you have to absorb the energy and and feel like, how am I gonna respond, right? And it's like, what emotion is triggered? It makes a difference, right?
1: You know, this is interesting. This falls right into this conflict coaching model, synergy, excellent conflict coaching, because they'll talk about what's going to trigger you. is either going to be one of your values. It's going to be an unmet need, or it's going to be attack on your identity. So, so one of these triggers is going to be met and being able to name it specifically is very helpful because that allows me to have some distance. I mean, I'm now, I'm now moving into my forebrain. I'm now thinking about this and it's given me a little bit of a space. Like I have a right. little space where I can choose how I want to react.
0: Right. No, which could no. be
1: hard or soft.
0: That's right. And so the other thing, so you're like this, it's like, so, so that would be, ident- you wouldn't have to, you would be able, that would be part of the self-identification uh, process by which you identify those triggers inside of yourself, which will inside your fortification, right? And then. Um, mm-hmm. I like this one, is 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 practicing doing different things. Okay. But this is a whole different different premise, but I'm gonna just introduce it here. We can talk about it another time later. It should be at some page probably, which is how do you time the way you interact? Okay. Tell me more about that. Okay, so so it's like this. Okay, so I'm being challenged because you really screwed that up. And it's like, well, I can explode right now. Or I can just go look at you for a minute and then respond. And it's like it's entirely different, right? The space, the timing of it Mm -hmm. gives me time to think about it. As opposed to I can be immediately reactive or I can think about it and just let you think about what you just did. And just look at you as a response, nonverbal response.
1: So that French thing is called verbal akido. I told you, so verbal Aquito. So verbal had they call it dojos. And you come and you meet with people and somebody will present a thing. So this thing happened to me and this is how I reacted. And so then different people, you'll go around the group. They'll be you, how they would have reacted. And then you'll be the antagonist. So you see multiple ways of what people could have interpreted or said because they don't have the emotionality. Just exactly what you just said. Do they pause the timing, hard, soft? How did they hear what was said? And so it gives you another, uh, a broader range to think about, oh, I could have done all these different things. So that um, like sparring. That. That, uh, That's ability.
0: very good. Because it, it's like, I like it, some other players are acting like you. They're acting as though they were you. That's right. funny right there because it's so, right. It's so weird. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's you're like, oh, oh, that
1: sounded harsh. Okay.
0: <laughs> I could do that.
1: Yeah right
0: hey <laughs> that's funny right here
1: because i think sometimes when we get in these um, awkward social situations or any number of things you feel so stuck and it, you don't you don't feel like you have a range of tools mm. you feel like you've got some blunt instrument that may or may not be effective but if you've seen you know 10 other people do it 10 different ways you're like wait a minute there are different options here like maybe that i can think about that for a second i could go hard soft or something in between
0: well, what's funny is like I can imagine this like um right so like <laughs> that's just I can't I mean it's just a bizarre premise. like okay you're gonna be me and mm-hmm. I happen to be a 23 year old five foot two female like that's okay, right I don't know how that plays but I'm like but well, what a five foot two female version of me that's 23 you act like in this. Room? <laughs> so, well, just, well
1: or like, it's going to be, this is what the 23 year old said, but what would a um, mature white male say in that? Okay. Now that's kind of interesting. Cause he doesn't have, it's a total, you know, I'm not trying to make you be in the same position. It's just like, right. here's another way to react. That's right. Here's another thought. That's right.
0: No, I just find it. It's the, yeah. the, the funniness of, uh, of uh, a whole nother person just trying to act like you. In the circumstances, in, in the given those circumstances, you know. Well, one
1: of the thing, and we, you would appreciate this too, that they talk about is words um, mm-hmm. don't have one set. Everyone understands the exact same meaning. Like words right. mean all sorts of different things, right. and so people interpret them different ways. Which means I could interpret them in different ways. That's right. Like if somebody, so anyway, it, well, it, oh,
0: that would be a good one. Like um, okay, so someone says the affront, uh, right? or the the calls you out in the social circumstance. It's like, well, you may have an immediate reaction, but it's like, whoa, whoa. Is that really the intention that gets going into this utterance that's offending or causing irritation, right, or behavior? That's right. And it's like, so you think about it. Think about it, like, for a minute, like, not a minute, but, you know, give it some pause, right? Maybe you have some mantra that you say inside your head, like, you know, what exactly does this really mean, right? Inside your head, and that takes makes you pause, right? And then you, you seek to find the answer, right?
1: That's helpful to know, what would we suggest <clears throat> as a kind of funny, memorable mantra? I love that idea. Just say the thing. I say WTF. Okay. Oh, I, mean, I, mean, what, I mean, whatever, whatever it is, Wait, you know, something smart, short
0: mixed audience. Oh my. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the G rated. Like, oh my.
1: So whatever it is. And, and I like that idea though, because it is, when this situation happens, I pause, I say my thing and then that gives me a second.
0: That's right. And then but see, what you're trying to do is you're, you're like giving an air gap, right? That's yes. how talking about computers. They're not going to be on the internet right now because it's like, it's an air gap. is safe. We're not going to be. We're not having any signals going in or out. We're just taking an air gap, so that we yes. can process that information a little bit. Yes. And then we're we're going to be cool, see. So that w- the response is not going to be explosive. It's not. We're 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 softening up, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna we're just gonna be super soft. That's right. Right. Conforming to the social circumstances best we can, which is water. Right, water finds the shape of the vessel, and so the, the air gapping is a, it's a that's a term of art,
1: right? So that's is that a tool or is that yeah. part of the react? And when you it's a tool, yeah.
0: The air gapping is our tool, so we're. Mm-hmm. Right, so the, the air, part of the air gapping process then will be this: is like, what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what is what is the nature of the of the thing I'm responding to, right? Because you told the story about the, the 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 older fellow behaving inappropriately at the staff meeting, uh-huh. and then you did perfect. Uh, Kung Fu one, right, with the uh, discussion about the, right, so it's like, you you go, oh, that he was, that was um, uh, a joke with uh, demeaning me by some threatening mechanism, okay, so you take it, and you just threaten him right back again, right, with uh, EEOC,
1: and Um, you know, it's, it's the words, and it's the delivery matters, too. That's right. So you do it with a smile.
0: That's right. Smiles are powerful. Mm-hmm. That's, see, that's that's soft, like, very soft, but it's, it's wicked.
1: But hard.
0: But wicked bad. <laughs> it's okay. I like that. So you could, you know, I like that one. Is there's a, so this one with the air gap and there is like this one. You you feign um, of hardness of hearing. I'm sorry, what did you say?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can you repeat right. that? That's, a, the, that's powerful because it's like, if they're inappropriate, they're going to have a hard time. They're going to have yes. a hard time. And you're giving I, them a chance.
1: I've heard that as a means to respond if somebody says a, a joke, so they make a joke that they think is hysterical, but in some way it is offensive, whatever, to feign ignorance. It's like, well, I'm sorry. Why are fat women funny? And make them explain it.
0: Oh my. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs>
1: so, but it is, um, you don't have to be all, you don't have to jump on a high horse. You don't have to, you know, it—it it is a, a different tool that you could take that also stops it, whatever the it is.
0: Right. Right. So that would be like just a seek explanation, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But it also, delivery matters. So it has to be, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Can you help What was that?
0: Right? Blink blink. That's right. Two, <laughs> Two slow blinks. Goodness gracious. Yes, the um, I don't know. So what we let's just review for a second where we have got so far in our little conversation. Yes. So we have this, so personal identification. Okay. So that's our own individual self-identification. Okay. And that includes um, um, identification of our anchor points. There may be more than one. Identification of our wells and and identification of our fortifications that's social fortifications and it's it also it, it, the words we use to describe ourselves okay that's one whole set okay we've also discussed um some i would call uh reactions and reaction styles ranging from hard to soft mm-hmm. and then a couple of uh technical techniques right
1: some tools. Is, includes yes. the air
0: gapping and the expla- seeking explanation.
1: I have air gapping internal mantra at feigning ignorance, so, right? You know. Mm-hmm.
0: I I I, um, I like that the um the a uh, verbal aikido like, premise of uh, and I like this a uh, social grading function or like social uh, group generation with a commonality of purpose right so that it's like um that's going to be a powerful thing that that will be of value so that we generate um up to like improve uh, continuously improving that's what we, it will be like terms of the art right continuous quality improvement
1: because i think one of the the big difficulties no matter how good the training is and i'm a huge fan of Arbinger I'm a huge fan of the crucial conversations and crucial Confrontations. all those I think are fabulous but I think where they fall short and that's just with training is that after you leave the workshop you're not practicing it anymore so right. I really do think there needs to be an ongoing practice
0: so we would, we would this will be forming an anchor point
1: yeah it is an anchor point that's right
0: And it's like you so you did it with uh, um what was that speed be public speaking, right?
1: Toastmasters.
0: Right. That's anchor point.
1: Yeah. And it turns out that that group becomes very helpful to you in addressing all sorts of deficiencies perceived and otherwise that you have in speaking, and this would be the same way here.
0: Right. So I think um, if we talk in a more technical way, which is like it would not necessarily be uh, live interactions it might be it might be um, asynchronous like text you know what I mean because what we try to do is make it easy to, to um, have access and use of that angle point
1: and maybe there could be different things simultaneously it could be asynchronous and live
0: well, and you could
1: choose cool. which way you wanted to jump in
0: that's right. That's right. And that's, I like that as an interesting premise. Then, uh, so we'll we'll think about that. It's like, see, so the, the more we want to make it simple enough because it's easy to get too complex, it's expensive. And I have to think and stuff, not that. It goes against my cognitive parsing.
1: Yes, I'm just not good at that. No, I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to do it. It's
0: like, it's going to be too much work. And, and then and expensive really literally right. programming on my actual
1: infrastructure right right but i think this is for example i'd love to bring this as a case study because i can develop training where i work and so i can um yeah you know, i can try out different bits of it in a with people to okay. see what is effective well at least in that environment
0: that's right and it's like it's a it's a uh, so you, I think the the, the the biggest thing I'm taking back from today is this is premise of study yourself and the words that you use to describe the things that you encounter and engage with and the emotionality associated with them, okay? And so it'll be identifying all, I guess we would do like maybe, um, I think it will be useful to like make a diagram that has the basic emotions, okay? and then attached to the ends of the star, it's gonna be some kind of star with points on it. Each one is an emotion, like a compass. And then it's like, what do you attach to that? What, where does that attach in your life, in your experience, like your lived experience? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, my wife drives me nuts, and it's like, or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying?
1: But it's interesting because I would as uh, maybe this is a coachy thing, but I would have to ask much more specificity. Because she does she drive you nuts all the time, no? Or is it only when I, you what I, you don't put your underwear in the laundry <laughs> basket and she's constantly harping? It's the nagging, you know what I mean? The specificity <laughs> right, of right, what it is,
0: right? So that no, it's exactly right. But so it's like so that be part of this great purpose is to so you. But I think a star shaped thing that has the emotions on it. Where do you get that emotion in your life? And then it's like, then you describe it, and then you pass it to the next person over, and they'll ask questions or seek details or whatever it is, respond to that, and then it's back to you again. Yeah,
1: it's interesting, and it should be done in such a way that, like, I don't think that emotions are bad. No. But like, There's nothing no, good just... or bad about anger or no. Fear, or sometimes it's yeah, fear that's a right response when you see an alligator poke his head in the water and you have your feet there. That is an excellent response, right? You should be embracing,
0: right? And it's okay, yeah. I I view them as it's, it's yeah, they're just like
1: uh, it's like signals,
0: they're just like colors, yeah. It's it's okay, but so, but it's important to understand how how the points see there if the emotions are anchoring. They're anchored in something in your life, and it's like where are they and what are those things that are anchoring those emotions so that you can understand yourself because then you can begin, once you understand yourself, you're easy you can comport yourself properly
1: socially that's so if I did the my wife i I get angry, and specifically when she nags me. And what is that about being nagged? I don't like being told what to do, I'm making this up. So in situations where somebody is bullying me and pushing me to do so, I'm gonna react probably with anger because you're is that how you see that happening?
0: Something like that, yeah. Okay. Right. So so what we're what we're our game plan is to to understand ourselves and, and how get the, the group to help us to do that. So that is to say, to tease out more detail because it's not, it's not a, a observable by the social group that we're interacting with to make ourselves better. So it's like once we do that and that process goes on, now we have identity, it's part of this self-identification process where we're getting a sense of all ourselves. We have to be reflected, we see ourselves as part of what's going on. Because it's like the person who entered is going to reflect somehow into this emotional wheel and it's going to do something right and so it's like how do i make it so that it makes charges me instead of discharging me
1: that makes sense so for example if somebody accuses me of doing something of which i know i'm innocent like i have no emotion like come I, I don't react but if there's some piece of it that hooks onto that star in some way, okay. Then I'm going to start reacting because there's some piece of what you say. A Yes. The there. Yes.
0: Right. You're on target somehow. Somehow. <clears throat> and it is. It may be. Um, right. So so I think that I, well, I just uh, the way I see it is, to make that star so that it's like it's like your trademark thing. You know what I mean? It's like. Uh, yeah. It's just a it's just a thing. It's a tool, and we develop the tool. And that tool works in the, in the um, circumstance of the training program, right? So that our self-developmental group uses it in a, strict, a rigorous and regular fashion.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. Go See, you're marketing. You're always thinking of that. That's good.
0: That's nice.
1: That's nice. <laughs> well, thank you for your time, Dr. Werrell. This is so very helpful. i
0: chat with you, Ms. Gerber, always. And uh, we'll have another chat, another time,
1: probably next. Wonderful. Time. All right,
0: well, I will, um, I will see. I don't know how fast he's gonna post this, but we'll see what happens next.
1: Sounds good. All right, you have one see ya. Time. You too, bye.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of an, the Best Medicine Podcast with Bradley H. Wereld, D.O. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe below, either over there or over there. Also, if you're interested in a medical consultation with myself, There's also information below.